Okay, so we left off last week um, saying that Aleph, the morale, is pointing out a difference that we have uh, between the between some of the makas um, <coughs> that when it comes to some of the makas, we say that once the maka has come already um, for that day, that's already too late. It's, it's not it's not going to get reversed today. We have other makas that are stopped um, dead in their tracks. Uh, the the examples that he speaks about is that when it comes to makas tzvardeya. Um, the words that he brings here are just that Moshe Ben said but in the, the Gurarie he elaborates further that it's really uh, Akasha why Paro says only tomorrow means the implication uh, is that that's like the earliest time you could do I mean, which which day not including today would you like for it to end um, that and that's because already since the frogs have already been brought today, then they're not going to be taken away today either. You have to wait until the next day. And this is not like um, two other makas uh, w- where where we see that they are stopped um, immediately in their in their tracks, and um, <coughs> that was. Bar, uh, one second. Yeah, so borrowed. Um, no, so then the other one was the complicated one. Here, he he, the words we have in the in in the Gvur Sashem is Arov, the, the 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 animals, right? Um, and he. Um, he says here Vechain Haarov Shagazer Bayomze Yihu Ain Gozer Gzera Hefferze. Shiyelichu Akasha Boha Maka Lakol Hayom. Aina Maka Sarab also Hayom. So he's saying here, Bard is different, but Arov um, is like Sfardeya that it that it's not uh, that, that once it's been brought I mean Bara just stops suddenly. I, you know, in the middle of nowhere, I mean, Bart is coming down, and then, and then it stops. At any moment, it could stop. That's not a, it's not a stereo. <coughs> now, the just remind remind us the the uh, in the Gurarie it said about Arov what? Um, yeah. What was the remember? Um, what, there was a Sarah on the right. on the. Arov, that in the Gurarie he lists Arov as something that does stop immediately, right? And here right. he lists Arov as being something that is like Tzfardeya, that it's not going to stop immediately, right? It and there was a Tzarechiyun. I'm sorry? It could take some time for them to... 
so that's that's, that's the question. So that, that's so that's uh, that's the question. Here he seems to uh, put right. Aro together with Tzfardeya, right? right? Um, so just remind me again. Uh, that is in where the the pasuk of Arov is. Shmos Periches Os Aleph. Yeah. Okay. So Ches Aleph. Right. Yeah, it's not Aleph. Not Aleph. Oh, Os Aleph in the Gerarie. Yeah. Yeah, but but pasuk. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, here. Right, so Moshe Rabbeinu says that clearly there's only going to leave tomorrow. So that's like Tzfardeya. Whereas in the Aryeh, he, he, he bundled it together with, uh, with Barad, is that right? Yeah. He says the Haruv Barad, Haya Nistart, Hisartam Miyad. Right, so, that, so that's a, that was a problem. So Ulai maybe over there he meant um, Arba. Means by the by the by the locust swarm also it's immediate. I mean, Moshe is like, yeah, I'm gonna go and right now, and then immediately the wind blows and gets rid of them. So that that is immediate, as opposed to, you know, I mean, they come and then they go, right? It, 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 it's a sudden. Meaning the 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 locust swarm is a very very sudden thing, right? Uh, they they come with the wind and then they go with the wind. It's a, a you know it's a hit and run, right? Whereas uh, we might see you answer the Gerarie. He meant. I mean, he he have to change the that. gears. Yeah, right. seemingly. Yeah. Okay. okay. Fine. So that gets us up to. Ubumakazos. Nemar. Vayarporo. Kihaisa Harvacha. So we are now. He saw that there was a um, a relief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're talking about right now back to in, in Makas Tzvardeya. So we explained why by Tzvardeya it was Moshe was only going to be asking for tomorrow, right? That's because once the, once there's a Maka has come, it then doesn't leave. Okay, so <coughs> moving on to the next stage of the Tzvardeya, which is. The Paro saw there was a relief, like a broadening. So, the continues the morals of this. The Paro saw there was a harvacha. Ubashar makos We don't have such an expression with the other makos. Af be'arov ube'arbe. Means they do have this similarity to Tzfardeya that all three of them, Moshe Rabbeinu Davan, they should stop and they stopped. But still it didn't say that. V'chein b'makas ha-barud nemar v'yar paro ki chadal ha-matar. So again, you know, we, we have like him observing that this actually happened, right? But Paro saw that the thing stopped. 
So what are we coming to say? Meaning every time the Maka stopped, Paro is aware that he stopped. So now the Mara is already bewarning a potential that you might say, oh, that means he saw that he had davened, and as a result of the davening, it stopped. Right? Maybe maybe that's that's what it is. So he's saying no, because um, by Arov and Arbe, also Moshe Rabbeinu davened, and, and they left, they, they started, they disappeared somehow or another, right? And yet, we don't have over there such a statement. Yeah? So why why is there, why do we have that statement here? Vayar mipnei, vayar mipnei ki be'ele shnei makas haya lo yira g'dolomeod. He was, specifically with these two, he was really terrified. Kiriksev eitzel barad v'hayu yirim minakolos Elohim, so there was these divine sounds, meaning super, like you know, uh, like uh, explosions, or these very, very terrifying, loud sounds. Now, sound doesn't fundamentally hurt people; it just scares people, right? Afalgav shehaisa makagdola. I mean, if the barad. There was two parts of the bard. There was the actual damage that the bard caused, which is to break the trees and, you know, kill any creature that was left outside, which is certainly was a makagdola. But then there was also the, the terrifying factor. The um, I'm trying to remember what, what I think when America started the Iraq War, there was they had a title for how they were going to attack. It was like a, like shock and. Conquer something. I mean, like the, the the plan was to like shock and awe. Shock and awe. Yeah, shock and awe. Yeah, yeah. So the the point is just the it, it, it drives you people go crazy. Like there's like these explosions everywhere. It's so loud. It's like yeah. So he's saying not like that. He's saying the sound wasn't enough to demand the harvacha. Well, no, no, no. Hold on. A he hasn't explained the harvacha yet. He's saying right now that Paro was terrified. Again, let's read okay, it again. Fine. Vayira, it appears. Mipnei ki be'elu shnei makas. That's Tzfardea and Barad, okay. where we see, where we have this expression, and Paro saw that there was a relief. Yeah? I thought it was just by Tzfardea. No, well, by Barad, it's a similar expression. Vayar Paro ki chadal hamatar. Yeah? So in both of those, what this expression is coming to address is the fact that in the maka itself, Right? Paro, uh, th- there was a terrible fear that had been instilled uh, as a result of the Maka. Now he's explaining why that is. He's saying by Barad, um, the, the, there was a very, very loud noises that were happening, right? <coughs> that they were afraid of these divine sounds, right? Divine means just like superhuman, right? The Einze Ella. Yira, this is just a matter of fear, meaning sound doesn't actually hurt people, it just terrifies them. Yeah? So uh, there was a big maka as well, but, but the primary thing was the terror that it struck into people. Okay? This is, I spoke to you guys about it last week, that uh, walking along Pratt over there, near Kachasidim, the the what are they called these little creatures? Cicadas. The cicadas were so loud. It was ma- it was like literally 
extremely uncomfortable. Um, so that was like a taste of the Tzfardeya, right? So the Tzfardeya also, v'chem the Tzfardeya, Iker Haya Hayira, Mashahayu Mikarkarim. So it's a little tiny cicadas um, when there's enough of them, and there's not, it's not like they're everywhere, right? I mean, little cicadas, how many, you, you can't even see where they are, right? And yet together, they are loud enough that, like, it could be, like, quite deafening, right? Now imagine frogs, and imagine so many frogs that, like, literally anywhere you stay is frog. I mean, it literally, I can't even imagine those decibels. V'chein darshu rizal in Midrash al-davar ha-tzfardeim asher sam leparo. So this is uh, pasuk, the pasuk over there by us. Yeah, con- now it's concerning the matter of the frogs, right? But why why you say Dover hearts for Dayim? Yeah? So the Midrash says, Melamit Chayu Kolon Shelts for Dayim Kasha Lahem Mimakosan. So it's it specifically used the word Dover to tell you that the speech of the Tsvardayim, the <coughs> Mekarkarim of the Svardeim was the really painful part about it. Valdavar Shehu Kol Bilvad Ve'ein Ze Maka Be'atzmo Hu Yir Bilvad. So that is the, the sound that is uh, it, it instills fear into the person. Vekasher Huser. Was it Ve'ein Ze Maka Be'atzmo? Meaning the sound itself was not a Maka? Mm-hmm. That was just a. I mean, it, it, it's not actually causing real harm. It's it, it's just instilling fear. So let's then say. What the, then what was the harm of the tzfardeh? I thought it was always just annoyance. There's a terrible fear. Like it drives a person crazy. That's right? a maka. Well, not really, because what he's what he's trying to point out the difference is actual damage versus perceived. So versus what was the perceived. actual damage of the tzfardeh? Very little. Meaning that, that yeah, it was uh, it was uh, I guess uh, made it making a big mess and uh, you know hard to cook. Uh, <laughs> yeah you know uh, sleep yeah, that type of stuff right um, so so for example say a person is in a really scary situation I don't know there's a, the, the, you almost got into a car accident right so at the time that like it's happening a person is terrified out of their mind right but then afterwards like once the danger passes. You're perfectly fine, as if nothing ever happened, right? So that's the difference in fear and actually. I mean, let's say a guy got beat up, so um, you know he's like in pain right now. He's all beat up, right? Whereas if let's say somebody threatened his life, took out a gun or whatever it is, he's terrified out of his mind at, at, at the time. But then afterwards, the guy just walks away, right? So then, after you calm down, then you're totally fine because you actually didn't get hurt. Right, so he's pointing out that in these two, that the main thing being the actual the fear factor, not the actual uh, damage that's caused. So therefore, the kasher, huser, hayira, 
Ke'ilu lo yigia lo amaka. So then, it's as if nothing happened. Right? That's what it means, that vayar poro, ki chadal hamatar, or vayar poro, ki haisar vacha, means once these, once this fear was gone, once this terrible noise was removed, the fear was gone, then poro, so, oh, psh, I didn't even know what I was so afraid of to begin with. It was nothing, it was just some frogs. Right? At the time that it's happening, driving you crazy, right? Once it's gone, whereas you you can't say it with the other hand with the other makas because um, there was actual pain, there was actual damage, there was actual harm being done. omer Meaning, why did he say, "Okay, fine, I'll do it. Please, just just daven for me," because of the voice, because of the sound, right? So then as soon as the sound is gone, which is just a matter of fear, fear is not an actual damage, moment is gone. It's as if it wasn't, and therefore Paro sees that it's all fine now, and reverts back to his ways. That's what he davened for, to remove the voices, the, 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 the noise that the frogs are making. Chazer lechet kibberishono. So Paro went back to his evil ways once the fear had passed. Okay, makes sense. Any questions? Um, fear can cause trauma. Okay. Which can actually be much longer lasting than after, like something like boils heal. Once they heal, then I hear. So, but but if it doesn't cause trauma. And the same thing, like, did the Maharal, did he not hold like, such a thing as post-traumatic stress disorder? But not every person necessarily gets post-traumatic stress disorder, right? Meaning some do and some don't, right? Mm-hmm. So Paro apparently had a strong nervous system, and he was able to bounce back, right? So, but, but the point is that um, once the, once the fear, fear is something that's kind of not, yeah, I mean, let's say with the... With, with, it, it's not um, a rational thing, fear, right? Just because there's loud noises, that doesn't mean. So at the time, person being irrational and you're really, really scared, mm-hmm. right? But then once it passes and he has a chance to think about things and say, like, wait a second, like, what? What was that? Like, I mean, okay, just some frogs. You know, what's the, we could kill them. I mean, what's the big deal? Now they eat us, right? So then, then. Uh, he can kind of regain his um, stubbornness. So I don't know about I don't know how loud the Kolos Elohim were, but sound actually can cause damage. You're saying ear damage? Ear damage. I mean, depending on the quality of the um, sonic waves, it can cause tons of damage. If it's loud enough, it can like, mess up all of your internal organs. They're developing for modern warfare, like sonic weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so seemingly it wasn't seemingly <laughs> it wasn't that loud, or or whatever those, wa- those wavelengths. unique wavelengths right, that right. were right, just very loud. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, again, the, the the point being here is that it was fear, but not that's exactly what the pasuk is coming to tell you. It was fear, but not actual. Uh, harm by the frogs. 
Which part right. is telling us that? The the fact that Vayar Poro ki Harvacha. Saying that the once it was gone, he saw it as like, oh, it's all fine. Why wouldn't he have Harvacha by actual harm? No, like by actual harm. The, by actual harm, the, the, when the harm passes, you would also feel relief, no? Well, you'd be ha- all your animals be, are dead. No, I mean you, you'd be happy that it's over, but uh-huh. but but you there's, suffer there's damage. damage. You, you, like that was my analogy of getting beaten up, right? So, relief and uh, so here he's saying basically, in other words, I just translate the harvacha. He saw, I mean, he saw that like the, the like the thing was nothing. Uh-huh. He basically realized, like, oh, that was like why why did I get so uh, worried about it? Mm-hmm. Right, and therefore went back to his ways. So, meaning in other ones, it just says he went back to his stubborn ways. Doesn't say, and he saw that the thing ended, and then he went back to his ways. Here, it's pointing out that he saw that it ended means he saw that like that there wasn't really much to it to begin with. Like, the, but that realization only came once it was gone. Why? Because it was primarily the fear factor, and once that is gone, then. Um, Paro springs right back. Whereas with the other with the other Makos, um, really, the damage w- had been done. It just in spite of the damage, he, right. he hardened his heart. But here, there wasn't that much damage. What's the damage by Dom? But also, it was just more of a disease, well, no? Well, I mean, no, it was actually a physical thing. People could not drink. People were, like, dying of thirst. Oh, right? okay. Uh, there were, uh, the, the, all the fish in the river oh, died, the right? That was like an actual thing. Now, maybe, maybe it wasn't, uh, certainly wasn't as bad as uh, Marcus Bohoros, right? right. But, uh, but, it, but, but the point is, it wasn't a matter of fear, it was a matter of damage inflict- afflicted. Okay. Got it. Okay. Um, okay, so, so mm-hmm. next one. Um, now we are at. Now we're going to hmm? test your dollar. Yeah, the, the jump over here. We're saying Bard. Which, which Makos were only here? Sfardeya and Bard. No, no, Bard had some damage to it as well. He said, he said that there, there was, but it also had a, a fear component. The loud booming noises. The loud Yeah. So that was that's what the, the morale. Uh, Steve picked up well on that, right? That's what the morale apologized. He did say that even though there was a Maka as well. Right, but but there was let's say it was half and half. Part of it was the maka, part of it was the fear. So when Paro begged Moshe to please go and daven, they should stop. Right, that was certainly at least in part due to the fear. Once the thing is over, then the fear just disappears you know, uh, uh, into thin air, and then Paro is like, oh wait, I don't know why it was such a big deal. Okay, now we're we're uh, going to Paratas. So now Moshe is telling Paro about the upcoming Maka of Barad, uh, the seventh Maka, and he says that this time I'm going to send against you my the, the, the entire plague. Okay. This is obvious kasha that all the Mephorshim ask, right? Rashi himself is bothered by this. Oh, in what way does Borod represent all of Hashem's 
um, afflictions that he's going to send, right? Verashi Purish Kizenamar al Makas Bukhoros. That would that would be uh, yeah, obviously death, kind of as the culmination of all uh, all the bad things you could do to someone. You know, all that to get you know killing the people themselves is kind of the, could be viewed as a culmination of you know you could get, put boils on a person, you could make him itch with lice, you could scare him, right? Everything together, you know, the, that would be to take his life. So. It would be good, except for the fact that it doesn't say it by Makas Bachoros, right? It says it by it says it in, in anticipation of Borod. So the Gamze Tema, the Ma'inin Makas Bachoros Lakam, Vihira the Kakpirusha. So the Maral is going to offer his own answer. Hine Atai Shalach Lacha Kol Magafosai Ki. Ata haya sholeach alav makas borod. He was sending against him borod, makas borod, makas arba v'choshech, makas b'choros. So, it's not referring to Bard exclusively, it's referring to the last four. Now, wh- why, is this, why is there a reference here to all last four? She'achar, she'hishlim arov, which was the sixth one. Sorry, arov, dever, and shechin. Shehem Seder Echad, like we say in the Haggadah, right? So we break them up into um, three sets, right? Which go three, three, four. Yeah? So if Ne Atzmo Maschilata Beseder Bachav, that's the last of the of the Sedorim, this is the last Seder of Borod. Um, Arbe Choshech and Makas Bacholos. We said with Neatzmo. The Kasher Yedua Kihamakos Yesh Lehem Seder. Shtaim Belsra. Shlishis Belosra. So the the order of the Makas is that you notice every time is the first two come with a warning, the third one doesn't have a warning, right? Two strikes and you're out. So the third time. The maka is always uh, without warning. Vafal gav shemakas bechoros hubelsra meacher shehi bechrona uba nishlemu hamakas yeshlam mishpat hashlama shemischaber el shelof shelofanov. So Maral is apologizing over here. Why is Makas Bachoros included in Be'achav? Right, so Be'achav <coughs> A. He's explained to us why, how we see the Seder. I mean, we say in the Haggadah Shal Pesach, right? Um, Tzach. The Tzach, Adash, and Be'achav, right? So, I mean, 
where where do we get that from? Why why should who says that we that that's how they're broken up? So he's pointing out for us well because it always went warning warning no warning, warning warning no warning, right? Um, so once you've gotten two hasraws and you still refuse, then it's going to be afterwards. You're actually going to tell us that actually even the hasraws themselves were different. The first time would be by the yaor. The second time would be inside of Paros Palace. So it's like, and then mm-hmm. the third time would be no hasra at all, because each time was like getting more and more aggressive. First, you know, she's kind of like kind of respectful, just uh, not intruding in your personal space, just waiting for you outside when you come out. By the way, you should know this. This is going to happen. And then he doesn't listen to that. Okay, now he intrudes into. He comes into his palace, gives him a warning. It's obviously much more aggressive. And then the final time is no warning. And just 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 a hit, yeah. So that so that explains why Ba'ach are together. But the question is, what about Makar's Bechoros? Makar's Bechoros has a hasra. It's a it it, it seems to be a, a new thing, right? Uh, it's, it's number ten, meaning it's it's up to nine. It's three three three. So he's explaining that it's true, but since Makar's Bechoros is the wrap up. Right, so th- is the is is the bookend is the tail is the is the ending of the makas. So therefore, it's going to be attached to the last set. That's the um, okay. So that le- we'll pick we'll stop here. We'll pick up from Ulakach. Let's everybody mark the spot. Bez um, next week. Um, should be should be okay for me. Shad <coughs> Dishmaya.